I have this inspiration board on my background on my computer and it says a goal is a personal promise to yourself. And so I feel like if you don't write them down, that they're just a promise that you don't really think is going to happen or you don't really believe could happen. But when you write it down, it becomes something tangible. You're listening to Product Powerhouse, a podcast to inspire and empower you while you build a powerful product-based business that fuels your passion and feeds your family. I'm your host, Erin Alexander. I run an e-commerce web design agency that helps shop owners build, grow, and scale. This podcast is all about actionable strategies specifically for your product-based business. So friend, grab an iced coffee and let's chat because DIYing your business doesn't mean you have to do it alone. Well, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Product Powerhouse Podcast. Talking about goal setting for 2023. Here we are rounding out the end of the year. And I wanted to record this episode early because I like to wait till the last minute. (laughs) And a big thing I've been working on this year is being more prepared. I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, being more prepared, having deadlines, setting things in motion early, creating systems and processes. I've hired an online business manager this year. And I think it's really important to think about these things when we get the chance or like, you know, have them kind of like noodling around. That's not a word I've used before, but I feel like everyone around me has started using it and now I use it. I don't know. So just thinking about things, you know, processing them when we have time and then we can sit down and plan a day to set some goals. This episode is a little different. In the past couple of years, I have always done a fall retreat with my biz bestie, Shayna from Dawn and Delight Creative. And this year, I just couldn't make it happen between my kids and my family's schedule and we're going on a big vacation And so there's just a lot of things that just didn't come together to have a fall retreat this year. But I still needed to have that time to plan and like get some ideas and start thinking about what I wanted in 2023. So I have outlined how to do your goal setting for 2023 in a business day or a single day, because listen, we are busy people. We need to get things done, right? We got other things going on. And so if you can sit down and work through this, one, the momentum is going to really help you to just keep going, especially with goal planting. I find like once you get into the rhythm, it's a lot easier. And there's some research involved. Like you want to look at some information from last year or this year and see how, you know, compare it to forecasts, compare past data, all those types of things. So that's what we're talking about today. Goal setting for 2023 in one business day. So I recommend you get yourself your favorite coffee, you know how I feel about coffee, and prepare for a great day of planning. First of all, I mean, do we really need to talk about the benefits of goal setting for entrepreneurs and small business owners? I don't know. Like I wrote it down, but I feel like we we know, right? This helps give our business direction. It helps you work through things that can move you forward and towards your goals and priorities. And it helps you avoid and weed out work that won't help move you forward. It also helps add potency to your work and concentrate your efforts on a few goals rather than letting it just kind of flow and see where things go. I have done both. This year, I'm trying to be a little more structured because I have a team and I have people relying on me and we, you know, we have things that we want to do. And last year, I, or here in 2022, I guess, I 
kind of decided to do things at the last minute. Like, I don't know if I told you this, but I hosted the Handmade Holiday Prep Summit at the last minute. I gave myself 60 days to plan it. The program I purchased as like a guide to plan it suggested 90 days, and I did it in 60 days. There's a lot of things that could have been better had I given myself enough time to do it completely without rushing. So having some more structure, I think moving forward is really going to help me grow as the CEO of this company and not just like finding things I want to do and enjoy them, which I think a lot of you can relate to because we've had these conversations on Instagram. We talk about this stuff all the time. So concentrating your effort, that's a big one for me. But it also helps give you motivation and inspiration because you can start to see how your daily efforts are actually helping you make progress towards things that really matter to you. For me personally, it can feel really overwhelming to try to break down a whole year's worth of goals, but this system I think helps. So let's talk about what good goals look like, right? Because I have this inspiration board on my background on my computer and it says a goal is a personal promise to yourself. And so I feel like if you don't write them down, that they're just a promise that you don't really think is going to happen or you don't really believe could happen. But when you write it down, it becomes something tangible. So great goals, just they just can't live in your head. You have to write them down because then are you able to map them out and take action and measure your progress. Then you want to think about creating smarter goals. So according to author and business coach Michael Hyatt, goals should be specific, measurable, actionable, risky, exciting, and relevant. And I love that addition of exciting and relevant because if we are creating goals that don't feel good, that don't light us up, we are not going to accomplish them. If they you know, are just boring AF, we will not take action. So I love this addition of adding exciting and relevant. And if you haven't heard of smarter goals before, definitely Google that. I don't want to get too deep into it because that's not the entire purpose of today's episode. But, you know, creating specific, measurable, actionable goals can really help you have goals that are attainable and not just kind of like thoughts that we'd like to accomplish. I do love it when they you share with someone. Accountability is crucial to setting really good goals, but you should also be selective about picking who you're sharing with. You're not going to tell everyone. You know, make sure that you have a circle of friends who are supportive and are there to challenge you and want what's best for you and your business. I will tell you a little bit of a personal thing. I recently told several people in my life about a goal that I wanted to do. And you know what? Only three of them were willing to push back and say, hey, does this really make sense for where you are in your life? And not because the others don't, they're not supportive. It's not that. It's like those three that were willing to push back, they really challenged my thinking and to to help me decide if this goal is really something that is important and something I need to focus on right now, or if it's just a way of procrastinating. Then you also want to review your goals. So you want to have time set aside to review your goals. I have a calendar alert in my Asana that tells me every month to review my goals. Also, every quarter, I have like a quarterly review goal review also in there. So like on the quarterly reviews, I take a little bit more time to review what I've written down. But then you can also revisit your goals. And with that regular check-in, you'll be able to see if they're still in in alignment with your priorities as you move through the year. Because the truth is that things change. 
priority shift. You might have to, you know, put down one goal to pick up another one in order to take care of your family or to support a loved one or, you know, just because things change. I think if anything in the last two years, we have learned that things change at the drop of a hat and we have to be able to adapt. And sometimes that means changing your goals. And sometimes that means setting new goals. Next, you want to make sure you celebrate your goals, celebrate everything, big wins, small wins, make up wins if you have to. I've shared this before on the podcast. It's something my therapist recommended this year where, you know, once a week or so I write down for the day, everything I accomplished, everything I got done that day, no matter how small it is. Sometimes I put on there, I brushed my teeth. I took a shower. I fed my kids a healthy, balanced meal. Little things make a big deal. And then you can go back and review them. So make up wins, celebrate every win. You know, as we mentioned before, Michael Hyatt says that, that your goal should be a little bit risky. So challenging. I think they should push us out of our comfort zone, even if it's just a little bit. You can try setting a goal that you're positive you can't reach and it will get you comfortable with focusing on the journey instead of the end result. That's a big lesson I learned in entrepreneurship that goal setting was more about the journey of getting there than once you actually got there. It can help you feel more comfortable with what we would say is failure because we didn't reach a goal, but you will learn to redefine failure as something more like progress. So even if you didn't reach the goal, you still made progress and that is a big deal. I also have on here that goals are erasable. (laughs) And this ties back to the last part where we talked about when you're reviewing your goals, but you do not have to marry the goal. Like it does not have to be your personality. If it is no longer in alignment with your priorities or if it's adding too much stress to your plate, get rid of it. Yesterday, seriously, yesterday I was listening to a book and he mentioned that people who climb Mount Rainier, which is in Washington state, it's the tallest active volcano in the United States. And I live here in Washington state. And I was like, yeah, I should set a goal to climb Mount Rainier. I have never climbed anything. Okay. Like maybe a set of stairs. I don't know what I was thinking. So sometimes goals pop into your head. They do not have to become your all or nothing. If it doesn't work, let it go. It's okay. Okay. So now let's get down to our goal setting day. Now that we know how to set the goals, let's create a day. Step one, reflection. Oh, this is the hardest part for me. But before you can figure out what goals you want to achieve, you need to know, like, you need to look at the past. You need to look at your numbers. You need to look at past campaigns, past sales, past goals. Check in with yourself. How are you feeling? Review your journal if you need to. You can also journal now. And here's some questions that I think can help you create some of this reflection. Like, what am I proud of from this year? How have I grown? How do I want to keep growing? What am I curious about? What if I blink next year? What sounds fun to try next year? If I was really honest with myself, I would love to fill in the blank. If I was honest with myself, I need to stop fill in the blank. What are my top priorities right now? How do I see my priorities shifting for the next year? Don't worry, I've written all these down in the blog post that accompanies this episode. So if you go to productpowerhouse.co, you will see this on the latest episode. And there's always a link to that in the show notes if you need help getting there. That personal reflection is great. And now we can look into business review. Uh, now it's time to like step back and look at past accomplishments, things like new customers, returning traffic, website traffic, profits, social media growth, any other metrics that you've been measuring. And if you are not measuring anything yet, 
don't worry, because in a couple of weeks, we have another episode on analytics that you need to be paying attention to in your business. So we'll get you there. So now you've written down your personal stuff, your business stuff, and now we're going to analyze. So what are those metrics from last year telling you? Data isn't meant to be daunting. It's just telling a story. It's telling you what happened in the past. So what is it telling you? What conclusions can you derive from that information? Something that can be helpful is filling in the blanks. My data tells me blank, and what I'm taking away is blank. And then you can use that data for step four, which is vision casting. Now, like I mentioned, this is somewhere where I've always struggled in the past, but if you can start with the data, it's a little bit easier to move forward through the vision casting. So look back on your data and your accomplishments from the year, and then think about what do you want to focus on going forward? What feels the most important? What feels the most actionable? What feels the most exciting? Like circle those, highlight those, write them down. Those are the places where you're going to want to vision cast. And if it feels overwhelming to vision cast for a year, consider vision casting for three months at a time. Another thing that really helps me with vision casting is writing down facts about that year. So if I'm vision casting for like a five-year vision, I will say in five years, I will be, oh Lord, 40. (laughs) In five years, my daughter will be 13. That is unthinkable. In five years, my husband and I will be have, have been married for 17 years. Oh my gosh. So these are facts that will happen regardless of whether or not my vision is met or not. So it really helps make a vision feel more real when I can picture like in my mind, I know what a 13 year old looks like, right? So I can see those things. And so it makes the vision casting feel more tangible. And it's okay to do that even for a year. So in one year, I will be 36. How will I be different? I probably won't be much different at all. But hopefully you understand what I'm saying there. Step five is challenge and redefine. So not everything that you've written down is necessarily going to make the final cut. Are there things that you're like, ah, this would be nice, but it is not a priority right now. That is something I had to work through this year. I was um, going through a program called Prep Work with Jess Ely. She has these different categories and she's like, now you can only pick three. And I'm like, I cannot pick three. They all feel important. (laughs) So, you know, you're going to look at this vision you've created, this information that you've determined is important and choose the ones that feel the most important, the most exciting. You can even brain up as many goals as you'd like. Brain up as many as you can think of and then refine the list down to like three or four max. From there, once you've got those key goals, you can map out your steps. You can break down those goals into key milestones and each milestone can be broken down into projects and each project can be broken down into assignments or you can do it by month or by quarter, whatever makes the most sense for the way you like to work. You know, you might be breaking it down by launches. You might be breaking it down by seasons, depending on the type of product you sell. It really depends on how you like to work and how you function best. The next step from there is assigning deadlines and metrics you want to measure. So when you've created milestones and projects and assignments for yourself or even for your team, you can put them into some kind of project management system. Personally, my team and I, we use Asana. 
You could just use a calendar if it's just you. You could use whatever makes sense to you, but put deadlines on things. If it's a goal for quarter three, mark it down in quarter three. Put those deadlines on there so that it shows up on your calendar. And then you can define and list the metrics you'll use to check in and measure performance. So, you know, it might be how many newsletter subscribers did I gain in quarter one? Or, you know, your goal might be to add a thousand new subscribers in quarter one. And you can write down that metric, 1,000 new subscribers to measure and see how it's paying off or how it is happening in your business. And then you can look at where are those subscribers coming from? What is working? What isn't working? And that can help you as you move forward through the process. Okay, so then step eight is review and check-in. Remember, we talked about putting in regular check-ins on your calendar. So based on how you've determined what goals you're focusing on, whether you're focusing on project deadlines or monthly or quarterly, go into your calendar, whatever system you use to remind yourself of appointments and put some check-ins on your calendar so that you can see how things are going so you can make time to analyze and reflect on what's been happening, what's been working, what things you want to try. I think this really goes hand in hand with a lot of the recent episodes we've been talking about with, you know, ads. We've had ad episodes. Um, We've had guest interviews with ad experts. We talked about TikTok a few weeks ago. So, you know, there's a lot of things at play here. And so you can use this information to track and analyze and reflect on what you like, as long as you're doing that consistently and regularly. So put in a, a note on your calendar to check in once a month or once a quarter, whatever makes the most sense for you. Okay, so then I have a few things that I wanted to share with you that are really great resources for goal planning. Like if this still feels a little overwhelming to you, trust me, I get it. So I want to give you some resources. And of course, we have links to these in the show notes. One I love using is the Passion Planner. It's like a structured bullet journal. So it's like kind of plain, but also has some lines and some planning. And they have some prompts for goal setting in there that I really enjoy. I also, in the past, have used the Power Sheets Goal Planner from Cultivate What Matters. And the Best Today Guide is also one I've had and used in the past. And it's a really great goal planner for like really creating goals based on how you want your life to be and how you want your business to be and why. I love that piece of things like why. Another one that I like is the Full Focus Planner. I've never purchased them, but I have watched their content and I enjoy it a lot. We've also included some other resources. So the Full Focus Planner has a how to set goals. You'll actually achieve blog posts that I really enjoyed. James Clear, who I've talked about his book on the podcast before, his book is called Atomic Habits. It's all about habit stacking and, you know, creating routines that you want to keep going. He has a great blog post on goal setting. And I've also done a podcast episode with Stephanie Schoen, and we talked about forecasting in your product-based business, and that's a really great episode. So we have linked to those resources in the podcast show notes, and we also have them on our blog post. So good luck with your goal setting. I'd love to see how it goes. If you have blocked out a day and you are like doing a, a little mini retreat to plan your goals for 2023 take a picture, tag me on Instagram. I want to celebrate with you and cheer you on. And I would love to hear what your goals are for 2023 and how I can support you. And you can uh, get in touch with me. The best way to get in touch with me is through Instagram. You can also email me at erin at productpowerhouse.co. I do answer my emails on occasion. (laughs) I'm kidding. I answer them all the time. But 
yeah, I'd love to hear from you. I want to hear your goals. I want to celebrate your goals with you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Product Powerhouse podcast. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. It's my favorite thing to create, and I am so grateful that you've taken the time to listen. If you enjoyed this podcast or you have listened to other episodes and enjoyed those, it would mean the world to me if you could take a minute out of your day to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me get the show out to more people just like you who are out there trying to grow their own product-based business.